Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. I'm Tom Butterfield, your host, but I'm also a chiropractor, a diagnostic MSK sonographer, sports science graduate, and an all-round sport enthusiast. And my passion is helping you improve your health and well-being. So let's dive into this episode and see what we've got. I'm going to share a conversation I had with one of my clients. Let's call him Bill, uh, who had a pretty challenging journey with a low back problem. After a particularly severe flare-up, Bill was concerned about the long-term impact on his life, particularly when it came to the realm of activity and exercise. He was very clearly caught in a dilemma of fearing that exercise might make his condition worse, yet very much aware that inactivity wasn't really the answer he wanted either. We ended up with four main tips for Bill to include in his exercise plan. So, are you sitting comfortably? Well, I guess I'll never know the answer, so uh, we'll just get on with it, shall we? I don't know why I asked that. (laughs) First, we encourage Bill to adopt the barely more than zero approach. Okay, now this is more for those starting from scratch after a long break from activity. But in truth, everybody has a relative zero level, don't they? Even if you're extremely active, you'll still have a baseline. So this zero isn't necessarily doing nothing. Zero is whatever your normal is, your baseline. And barely more than zero is about doing just a little bit more than your current baseline in order to improve your physical capacity over time. Because we know our body will adapt to it, don't we? This approach makes it easier to get started by reducing the perceived difficulty of the task in front of you. So rather than having to do a full plank, we can scale that down and make it easier so you get it more to your level. And also by pitching it at an appropriate level, it reduces risk of injury as well. And this led us nicely into point number two actually, which was making sure that the exercise suits your level. Picture a gym class with people of various fitness levels in it. Yet everybody is often asked to do the same difficulty of exercises and encouraged to try and keep up with the person next to them or keep up with the instructor. With exercise, it's essential to control these three things. First of all, the frequency. And this is the number of times that you'll do an activity or exercise uh, in a day or over a week. So you might train three times a week or six times a week or once a week. That's your frequency. Duration is the next one. How long do you do the activity or exercise for? For example, you might cycle for 30 minutes or for 30 miles, or you might do three sets of 10 repetitions. That's your duration. And last but not least, we've got intensity. So how hard do you work during the activity or exercise? So do you cycle until you feel like your eyes are gonna pop out? And do you lift the maximum weight you can lift for three lots of 10 repetitions? Or are you lifting a relatively lightweight and doing those three sets of repetitions very, very easily. You could even play about with your rest intervals as well in between your sets for uh, any exercises too. So they're all things that you can do to manipulate the intensity. So you've got frequency, duration, and intensity. And I want to see those three things as dials that you can turn to suit your own situation. So they're they're dials like volume uh, buttons that we would have had on old school stereos that maybe some of you have never seen before (laughs) who are listening to this. All digital now, of course. If you turn any of them up too much too quickly, you'll most likely end up with some kind of injury, which is gonna kill your progress and frustrate the hell out of you. I know it does, because I've been there. 
so I know how much it hurts, not just physically, but mentally as well. So that was number two. Make it suit your level. And we've got the three things within there that you can do that with. And number three is that we also focused on taking a long-term view to physical health, not just a six-week boot camp mentality. I want you to envisage your life 25 years from now. What does being physically independent mean to you there? And I'd like you to think about that for a moment because it's a serious question. It's not just about marathon running and lifting 300 pounds for a deadlift. Real life is much more than that. And maybe in our youth, we take it for granted. But for me, it's about staying active into my, uh, what we call golden years, I suppose. Simple things like being able to get out of a chair without needing help, being able to get off the floor without needing to have an aid or the, you know, push off the furniture or have someone lift me up, carrying the shopping bags in, running around with my grandchildren perhaps if there are any at that point. And we see consistent injury-free exercise and activity being the key to maintaining that physical independence. And then fourth and finally, we discuss the importance of not comparing your journey with others. Comparison is the absolute thief of joy. Remember that we were all a beginner once. Even if we're an expert now, we were a beginner once. It's just that some of us start later than others. And that's fine, that's absolutely fine. It's actually lots of fun being a beginner because you can't help but get better. You just have to turn up and do the work and you will get better by next time. And allow yourself to celebrate any small progress that you make in the knowledge that it's taking you closer to where you want to be in the future. So you might feel uncomfortable turning up to that first exercise class thinking, oh my God, you know, people are going to think I'm you know, so far behind. Newsflash, no one cares. Okay, nobody is looking at you. No one is worrying about you. Everyone's just trying to get on with their own stuff. But Bill left our session with a clearer understanding and a renewed confidence, I felt, which is great. That's what we're looking for. And if you're looking for more guidance, you can check out our YouTube channel for uh, some related videos. There's a couple there that I'll put links to in the uh, show notes. And there's also actually a previous podcast episode where we discussed the three different types of training as well. Uh, and I think that's quite apt for, uh, for this one. So I'll put those links in the show notes as well. And if you're after something that's a little bit more bespoke, maybe a bit more personal for you, then our online membership offers direct Q&A sessions with me every couple of weeks, plus loads of resources on the hub as well that will help your health journey. But thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this episode insightful and helpful. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes and until the next time, keep moving, stay healthy, take care of yourself and I'll see you soon. Bye bye.